Welcome to TalkEerie.com's Joel Natale Show, Erie, Pennsylvania's daily podcast. Every day, we tackle the biggest issues that the Erie PA region faces. Stay informed and involved as we advance the narrative of Erie. Now, here's Joel Natale. And our guest today is the president of the United Way of Erie County. It's Lori Root. Lori, thank you so, so much for coming on the show with us here. Well, thanks, Joel. Really appreciate the opportunity to um, talk with you and and, uh, your listeners. Absolutely. Hey, uh, you know, the United Way, uh, uh, the mission is to crush poverty and uh, as you as we kind of get started in 2022 how are you feeling about crushing poverty these days well I'm, I'm feeling like we you know are making progress on our mission uh and when we talk about crushing poverty we really are focusing on breaking that cycle of poverty mm-hmm. uh in our community because that's that's what where we can crush it and stop it and there's a, there's a lot of strategic uh, strategic uh, measures to do all that. We'll get into that in a little bit. But I want to kind of share your story here. You've been with the United Way for over 10 years now, 11 years. Talk about kind of coming up because you are, as you say in your bio, a boomeranger. We talked to quite a few of those. I'm one of those guys who left. I thought I was gone forever. And boy, this place pulls you right back in, you know. It does. And, you know, um, it was not something that was necessarily planned uh, in terms of, oh, I'm going to go back to Erie, you know, after X number of years. Um, It really was, I think, a uh, coalescence of different factors. Uh, We were ready to move on from the metropolitan D.C. area, which uh, is an exciting area, but it can be a little overwhelming and draining at times and very expensive and all of those things. But um, so we were looking to relocate and just out of, um, I think, serendipity or maybe it was meant to be, um, I happened to come across an opportunity at United Way of Erie County uh, when I started looking and, and pursued it. And so um, here I am. It says in your bio that you worked for um, uh, Governor, or excuse me, Senator John Hines. And I have to ask you, if you were a, if you were involved with the senator, this would have been, you probably were in college, so probably not so much, but um, the senator came to our mutual alma mater, Mercier's Prep, And one of the highlights of my life was because I was part of student government, I got to introduce John Hines to the MPS family at Mercer's Prep. And it was just it was just remarkable. What what a nice man. I I tell you what, I didn't work there a a long time, but um, you're exactly right. He was so down to earth and approachable and so really well liked by a bipartisan um group uh on the hill and um it really was it was my first um foray into the professional uh arena right out of college so um it really was a a, a nice um boss to have as a first boss for sure did, did you did you 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 did a lot of work in publishing was your major in college uh communications or politics um, I had started out in, in politics and then um, 
transitioned into uh, English literature, actually, which wow. not surprisingly, my mom was uh, the head of the English department at Mercier's Prep. So Absolutely. Yeah, I, I had Mrs. Root for sure, you know, and uh, and, you know, she made us feel good because she's, you know, I was in the honors class as a freshman. So I'm this little uh, dweeb, you know, 14 years old. But she's like, we're going to challenge you guys because you can handle it. And she she poured on the Shakespeare and all the other uh, great lit literature. That that makes a lot of sense that you would fall in her footsteps. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Amazing. I um, so, so you, you, you came back to Erie in 2010 and what was your role at the United Way at that time? So, um, initially, um, I was a vice president. Uh, I took over, um, from Judy Lawrence, who had been with United Way for quite some time and was extraordinarily well liked by the community. Uh, certainly had some big shoes to, to fill, um, but she had established some great relationships uh, in the community. So, uh, and then moved uh, into focusing more on investor relations and then uh, had the opportunity to become the senior vice president. Uh, so kind of morphed over the years and quite frankly, as the organization morphed over the years uh, quite significantly. I was going to say uh, 2010, you know, 10 years ago or so is really when the pivot either was happening or in the middle of the pivot for the United Way. Can you describe what uh, the thinking and the strategy was uh, back then and continues to be now? Sure. So it really was at the very beginning of having those hard discussions of, you know, what is our relevancy in the community? Are we leveraging our resources uh, to the extent that it has the most impact in the community. Um, and we came to the um, realization uh, that we could do better and should be doing better and really needed to focus on rather than what we call you know, putting Band-Aids on the symptoms of the issue uh, in the community, we needed to, to really dig down deeper into that harder work, more challenging work of addressing the root causes of what um, our community has been experiencing and is resulting in this high, very high level of poverty in our community. Yeah, it was probably right around then when... Uh... Or maybe it was even earlier than that when we got the word from what, uh, that children's advocacy group in D.C. saying that Erie was one of the poorest communities for children. Uh, refresh my memory on that one. So I think that was before I, I came back. But, um, yes, I mean, and we still have a, a unacceptably high rate of uh, child poverty in our community. We are way over the average for the U.S. and for Pennsylvania. And that's just not acceptable. So what United Way is doing is focusing on children and uh, focusing very sharply on making sure that children from less advantaged uh, neighborhoods, zip codes, have the supports and resources in their schools so that they can achieve academically in school. Because once you have, you know, a, a, an education, that's when you become independent and self, you know, promoting in terms of 
you know, your profession, self-determining in terms of what you want to do with your life, you can't take an education away and you can really leverage it to um, do whatever you want. And we, we believe all children in our community have deserve the opportunity to pursue their dreams. And that really is going to be through uh, education. It doesn't it take, um, and again, uh, if this is off topic, tell me, but doesn't it take an attitude of thinking that education should be the highest value for a child? Because honestly, um, that's something I grew up with. I mean, my, my parents were, you know, I mean, that was the one thing that they could give us is a decent chance at an education. Right. And, um, and, and again, it was a huge value, but I'm not sure that every family has education as a huge value. So is part of the United Way's uh, approach to build the, um, the building of the value of education? Yeah, I, I think that's a good point, Joel. And I think that, um, you know, sometimes, unfortunately, with these working families who are struggling just on a day-to-day existence, their priorities are, let's get food on the table, let's make sure the heat is still on, let's make sure we still have a place where we can you know, have a bed. And so when we talk at United Way about student success, that has to include family stability. Mm-hmm. You can't separate the two. And so, especially with you know, several of our main initiatives, community schools, two-on-one, that family stability is part of that initiative. So when we talk about our community schools initiative, yes, we're talking about providing those resources for the children in the schools that they need, their basic needs, you know, uh, counseling, or, you know, trauma counseling maybe even. Wow. But also, what are the resources that that family needs and how can we connect them with the um, help that they need to get to a stable place so that they can start thinking about prioritizing education and getting involved in their child's education. Because I tell you what, when a, when a family is involved in a child's education, it, the, the difference that it makes is tremendous. You know, the child not only is excited and feels supportive, but there becomes um, a culture of success and yeah we can do this yes you're going to be successful and that's a really positive uh support system for that child we're talking to Lori root she's the president of the united way i want to kind of start um let's start with the data first and then we're going to start with the little guys and work our way up okay uh, on age um just to kind of see what where, where the united way is at so first off let's talk about the data um Was vital signs available to you all going into uh, some of this thinking uh, about strategy for the United Way? Uh, I'm talking about the data coming out of the uh, Erie Community Foundation. Yeah, so um, a lot of the data that um, vital signs used was public information. So, you know, you had the poverty level, which uh, is broken down um, in all sorts of ways. We were particularly uh, focused on Uh, those that, um, you know, the overall poverty rate, but also those under the age of 18 and then those under the age of five, quite frankly. Um, You know, you look at the PSSAs, the test results, That's those are all data points that are uh, available um, to the public. And I do want to stress that 
we have three data managers on staff now wow. due to our work and we are so data driven um you know at some point i would recommend having you know our lead uh, data manager um sarah Naughton, uh, come on to talk about the the data that we are collecting and the collaboration with the school districts now that are occurring because school districts are required to collect data they don't necessarily have the resources to really start digging down into that data. That's what we're doing now. And uh, so, so when we, so we're, we're, we're data informed and then we let's, let's start with the, the young children. And uh, so this would be before school and everybody's, you know, every, every conversation I've had about early childhood interventions are, is huge, um, you know, to kind of, you know, by three building, uh, building those uh, building blocks, if you will, of, uh, of success. Talk about what the United Way's strategy is for the really little guys. Right. Um, so one of our biggest products that I think that most people are familiar with is the Imagination Library. Mm -hmm. And the Imagination Library uh, was uh, created by Dolly Parton's. Uh, uh, but, however, I do want to stress it is a locally funded program. We are the partner with the Dollywood Foundation. So we have the fiscal responsibility and also the marketing and all of the processing responsibility for Erie County. And, um, but this is the program that puts uh, books into children's babies' hands <laughs> uh, from the time they're born until their fifth birthday. Wow. They receive a, a book a month that is um, age appropriate, uh, developmentally appropriate, that has been vetted by a blue panel um, a group of experts every single year reviews every single book in the imagination library to make sure that it we have diversity in terms of you know whether it is you know fiction nonfiction prose you know storytelling all of all of different things um, and we've done actual research in our community in partnership with uh, Penn State Baron Corps that shows that for the children who get these books in their homes, they when they enter kindergarten, they are st statistically significantly more um, um, advanced in terms of concepts about print and early literacy skills. So wow. we know it works, and we've um, distributed more than 900,000 books in our community since we launched this program in 2013. I, I would imagine there's going to be a big celebration when you reach the one one millionth book, right? <laughs> and that's going to be this fall. And yes, we're already planning some fun things. When we get to school age children, again, this is the bread and butter of what the United Way does. And something that uh, that was in the news last week are the safe routes to school, right? Uh, the safer walking routes to school. And what you guys encountered last week is. We've got some work to do because there's so much snow. The kids that are walking in the street. I'm seeing that in my neighborhood. Yeah. So this, um, the the safer routes to school, uh, actually was a um, initiative under our Raising Readers uh, program, which is part of the national campaign for grade level reading. The campaign for grade level reading is a national movement to focus on um, the importance of making sure children are reading proficiently by the end of third grade, which is a real critical uh, point in their uh, student career. Because 
in fourth grade, there's this uh, very sharp um, transition to they are expected to be reading at grade level and comprehending what they read. And if they aren't, the um, likelihood of not finishing school on time, getting involved with the juvenile uh, delinquent um, system and all these bad things happen. So under our Raising Readers, one of the um, barriers to attendance, right? Because if kids aren't in school, how are they gonna learn, right? Mm -hmm. So identified that attendance was an issue and you drilled down a little bit more. And for some of these um, kids, getting to school um, was an issue. So we launched this um, safer routes to school and the walking school bus pilots at our five pilot community schools. So we merge a lot of our raising reader work um, through our community schools to pilot them to make sure that they are in fact um, effective and if we need to make any changes uh, and then offer you know the resources to the rest of, of the um, the county but yeah it's um, it's something that we are in dialogue with um, the, the school district and with the, the city in terms of addressing some of the challenges and some of the challenges are uh, human resources you know, the um, city has been really challenged to secure uh, crossing guards, and, which mm. falls under the police department, uh, which a lot of people don't know. Um, so that's one issue. The blue coats, who are partners, and they are the ones who walk with the uh, students uh, to and from school on the walking school bus on these identified routes. Um, we need more blue coats. Um, so. You know, we're, we're addressing the concept is uh, fantastic. There are challenges that we are addressing and being in Erie, snow uh, and yeah. blocked sidewalks, that's a big challenge. I'm down my last four minutes with Lori Root. We won't get through all of community schools, but let's talk about the aspiration of community schools. So right now, uh, how many do we have and what are what are like the essential functions that happen every day currently for community schools? Okay, so right now we are in four school districts. We're in Union City, Girard, Erie's Public Schools in Iroquois by um, June of this year, we will have 16 community schools. Wow. Right now we have 11 that are up and running. We are adding five more in the Erie's public school. So, uh, and they all have corporate sponsors, whether it is divided up uh, multiple levels or single sponsor, correct? So, um, the, the business community has been extraordinarily, um, um, perceptive on how important this is. Uh, for the community, but also for the future workforce, right? Mm -hmm. they're, they're, they want to build and grow their business, but they need, you know, uh, people who they can employ. So this is an investment in, in their future as well as our, our community. And, you know, the concept around a community school is to bring in, identify and bring in resources where there are gaps for those children uh, in the school. And unfortunately, children who live in economically disadvantaged areas, they don't have the resources at their schools that their more advantaged peers do. And so the community schools, they all have a community school director, which is a United Way employee. We start with the basic um, you know, needs of that um, child. So 
and the family <clears throat> so that resources are brought into the school so that they become stable. We take away those barriers. We bring in, you know, the dental units. Uh, we are bringing now, we're piloting a vision um, a project to bring um, a van into this, right to the school so that wow. the kids can get screened and get their glasses so that their parents don't have to get, you know, a lot of kids who are screened and need glasses, the next step of getting those glasses doesn't happen. Those are the types of barriers that we're breaking down. Yeah, we, we can call them the social determinants of education, basically. Yeah. That is exactly right. Exactly. Yeah. I've got I've got a minute. I, we could go on for a lot longer, Lori, but uh, we won't keep you. Um, if 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 people want to really plug in, uh, either as volunteers or just as concerned citizens, what would you have them do with the United Way? Could they be a regular donor? You know, on a on a go ahead. Sure. So I would direct them right now to unitedwayerie.org, our website. We've got a, a ton of information about the work that we're doing, how to get involved. Um, certainly give us a call. We uh, love talking about our work. We love engaging with our um, colleagues and, and neighbors and, and people just living here uh, to get them in, involved because it's going to take everybody. Yeah, I think we're all stakeholders on this one. I, I think we're all stakeholders on, on the success of, of our children. Yeah, we consider our work being upstream in the economic development ecosystem. So all of the really fun stuff that's happening with the bricks and mortars happening downtown and other places, we're working upstream. We need to make sure that we are focusing on the people, on the kids, so that because that's an important part of our economic development and our vibrant, healthy community that Erie should be. Lori Root, the president of the United Way of Erie County, thanks so much for your time. Thank you. Appreciate it. You've been listening to The Joel Natale Show, Erie, Pennsylvania's daily podcast from TalkErie.com. Subscribe to our show on your favorite podcatcher and get involved by emailing joel at TalkErie.com. <laughs>